Hey everybody, welcome to I Wish I Was Dead. This is episode It Doesn't Matter of season Who Gives a Shit. I'm glad to be here. How are you doing? Uh, it is Thursday afternoon, just a little after 5 p.m. You see, I like to put the podcast out uh, whenever people get home from work and the only thing they want to do is sit back down at a computer and listen to a podcast of a man saying nonsense. I'm not about the marketing, I'm about the content. That's a lie, I am about the marketing. I'm all about making money, so let's go ahead and give a big old I wish I was dead welcome to our new sponsors, Dixie Beer and Uncle Ben's Rice. Hold on, I'm being handed a note from my producer. Okay, those businesses no longer exist. I am actually, uh, I am drinking a Dixie Beer, um... There's been some controversy recently, would you believe that, about the name Dixie. Uh, No no one has targeted the beer yet, but uh, recently, uh, drive-by truckers, uh, that guy was on NPR, and he said that they were changing the name of the band because in the 90s, he named it such, drive-by truckers, as kind of an amalgamation of drive-by shootings and truckers. Um, While I will agree it is a stupid name, I never in one million billion years would have thought that it was racist and, in fact, also kind of think that implying drive-by shootings only affect black people could be seen as racist also, but I get that everybody's terrified. So the drive-by truckers have announced a new name. They're going to be called the Sopping Wet Homos. So that's... You can look for them on iTunes now. Lady Antebellum, they changed their name. Who the fuck am I talking to? Drive-by truckers, Lady Antebellum, Dixie Chicks. Does anyone give a fuck about any of these bands? It's like Wham! is going to come back and be like, Hey, we realized Wham! could actually invoke a sense of of a nightstick cracking someone's skull open. Wham! So we're changing our name to... Please, this is all I have left. That's what. <laughs> Lady Annabellum changed their name. Who the fuck are these people? Lady Annabellum is a country trio, I believe. And I like country, and I don't know who the fuck they are. Um, but I'm sure they were one of the... I think they came up with... Remember like eight years ago how every band... They had like handlebar mustaches and like Jerry Seinfeld's puffy shirt and suspenders... And then they would, there would be like one guy just playing a kick drum and they'd sing about, you know, the war or whatever. All those guys are dead now. (laughs) All of those guys, I think just, you can't say that you don't believe in evolution because there's a very clear lineage. Those guys in the year like 1999, they were all in screamo bands. And then in 2008, they all started those civil war type bands and now everybody's a dj there is a clear path of evolution for each step lady annabellum changed their name to lady a which i don't know that sounds like a Pornhub username if you're trying to be secret so lady a was apparently also in use by a musician i believe out of detroit who was indeed a black woman so in order to not invoke visions of antebellum 
They changed their name and stole a black lady's name. <laughs> oh, white folk were not doing too hot this year. But, you know, after 5,000 years of having it pretty good, now is our time to do whatever the opposite of shine is. I wonder if they're going to come after the Dixie Chicks. That's what I wonder, because the Dixie Chicks were uh, canceled previously because they called uh, they called George W. Bush a piss-drinking idiot, which at that time was correct. And uh, now 20 years have passed since he was president. I don't know how long it's been. It feels like 20 fucking years. Uh, now George W. Bush is actually good again because he's friends with Alan. And really, a lot of people, and I, I've heard people that aren't even Republicans say that they, they miss George W. Bush just because Trump is so stupid. I'll give I'll give him one thing though. He uh he threw out the best pitch of any president at a baseball game and he's a good painter and he only killed, you know, a couple million children in foreign countries as opposed to, you know, the higher numbers of later on presidents. Anyway, uh the Dixie Chicks, they got canceled before that was really a thing. You know, they, they did that song in response to it, Not Ready to Make Nice, which was basically saying, hey, fuck you. You want me to apologize? Well, I'm not ready to. Which is kind of, it's not an incredibly declarative statement. You're like, listen, I'll get around to it. But first, I need to make some money back, and I've got this new song out. Just what what are the Dixie Chicks going to change their name to? You know, I guess it has to be something progressive, something that stands for the times. How about the three Aunt Jemimas? Maybe maybe that won't work either. What The Dixie Chicks have a very interesting audience because it's women that were usually raised in the South. They were in a uh, sorority, and they wear T-shirts that say things like, Cowboy butts drive me nuts. And I'm going dipping for skull and love. Maybe they should just become a symbol. You know, like that band Chick Chick Chick? The the band, you actually spell it out by putting three exclamation points. Maybe the Dixie Chicks could just have some kind of symbol, you know, like a, I don't know, maybe it's like red and white and blue and, you know, there's some stripes and I don't know. I guess it's just an idea. Um, there's a lot of turmoil going on in the Polk family household currently, as there is, I suppose, all over the world. Um, but things just are, are hitting a little harder here. And I think it's because I have a lizard in my house and I don't know what to do with it. He's been, I'll see him like peeking around from behind like frames and in corners and stuff. And I don't know what to do with the little guy. So I looked it up, and it said, spray them with ice-cold water. Okay, I'm a 35-year-old man living in a shed. I'll just go to my ice maker, and one of my empty spray bottles, I'll concoct a solution where I freeze the lizard. I've been trying to get it with a bowl, a bowl and a magazine underneath it. But then I read, I read that having a lizard in your house is actually a sign of good luck which sounds like something a lizard would make up. Like, 
I mentioned George W. Bush earlier. There are people that believe in lizard people. Um, it has to do with the Illuminati and QAnon and uh, Pizzagate and all this stuff, I'm just saying. And uh, he, I think, is one of the top suspects of being a lizard, which uh, if you look it up, there's like YouTube videos of him licking his little tiny crusty lips, uh, which is a behavior that a lizard would do. I suppose you could make a video of anyone doing anything and then find appropriate nature footage and compare it to that. You know, like you're filming Kevin Bacon and you're like, I think Kevin Bacon is a is a butterfly, and then you, like, show them both drinking nectar at the same time. What the fuck am I talking about? Anyway, the lizard is in my house, and it's here to stay. Um, it's, it's living inside one of my guns, and honestly, I think I could use it. Maybe I'll just stop cleaning my home, and then when it gets filled with bugs, my lizard will take care of that. I think that's what cat people do. Every, every person that has a cat... I'm sorry, but your home smells like a grave. And uh, I'm sure, like, maybe people got them for pest control reasons. They've got a mouse, so they get a cat. Now they have a thousand cats. They have to get an alligator. And they have an alligator. They have to get an Irwin in there. It's just a never-ending chain of command, and I don't know what to do. Well, I'll be editing all of that out. Um, how are you guys doing with your quarantine we're in late stage quarantine right now, which means nothing. I think it's pretty clear at this point that the government, the CDC, the WHO, the ban the WHO, no one has any fucking idea what's going on. I believe a week ago they were like, hey, we were just kidding when we said that everyone can spread this forever. And uh, if you're asymptomatic, that, that you can't really spread it anymore. And everybody, including myself, went, oh, well, that's... Okay, well, I guess I can go back out again as long as I'm not sneezing or shitting blood. I should be fine. But then everybody said that, and then the CDC came back, and they're like, um, well, maybe don't. It. I think more than anything, it's just clear that really no one has any idea what to do. And the safest thing is really if you've got children, if you have elderly relatives, the time is now to start sending them out into the world to do stuff for you. You know, when I was a kid, I loved to, like, hand the money to the cashier at the grocery store. I loved to, like, pump gasoline for my parents. Start having your children or your grandparents do that. Use them as what I will call a test subject. If they get sick within the next two weeks, throw them away. Start over. You know how you make kids... You make kids by having sex, and having sex is fun. So if it takes that sacrifice to figure out if you can go to Hardee's again, I think it's worth it. I, um, I have been a tad more cavalier in going out recently, and I'm fine. And uh, I'm the only person in the world that matters, so follow my lead. Go out into the world and see what happens. We have to stop living in fear. It's time to take back America and make it. Where have I heard? Where have I heard these sayings before? Ah, no wonder. I haven't really done anything this week other than watch Breaking Bad. If you follow me on Twitter, you know, I I tweet maybe once or twice a day, 
And it's usually six days of, you know, I wish I was dead. Everything sucks. Please kill me. And then I'll slip in one about how I'm watching like season four of Breaking Bad. I, I, it's over now, as is everything I was doing in life. I'm done with video games. I just finished Breaking Bad. I gotta find, I gotta find something new to watch that will be horrific and stressful. Is this happening to anyone else when you go onto Netflix or Hulu or HBO right now? It's like, hey, you know what you nor I watch three shows. I watch Sopranos, I watch Breaking Bad, and I watch Curb Your Enthusiasm. These aren't perhaps the most culturally, socially diverse shows. But now whenever I go on Netflix or Hulu or HBO, there's like a pop up and it's like, hey, you should watch some of these uh, you should watch some of these movies about Black Lives Matter. And I'm like, ooh, I don't I'm really high right now. I kind of just want to watch Anchorman. And they're like, listen, buddy, you're not doing your homework. You're not being a good person. We need you to put everything down right now and watch the movie Ray. Right now, it's kind of like on those apps. I remember when Get Out came out. If you haven't seen the movie Get Out, it's called Get Out, and it's about skedaddling. When it came out, every white person, it was their birthday. Every tweet, every conversation I was in was, have you seen Get Out? Get Out's amazing. Have you seen it? I've seen it twice. And I remember uh, I remember very distinctly going to see that at the Arclight in Hollywood. And there's, there's no happier white person in the world than a white person with a black friend in front of other black people. That is the ultimate validation for for Whitey to go, hey, see, I'm not that bad. And the woman in front of us, uh, and again, this is in Hollywood. She's with an African-American gentleman, and she's watching Get Out, and she is the most interactive movie watcher I've ever seen. She is, I can see her perfectly because she's translucently white. She was like an orb shining in the sea. I don't know what that means. But she was getting up at every chance and like gasping at the crazy twists and turns and booing booing the white lady that was bad in that movie and cheering whenever the good guys, you know, won or whatever. And the whole time I could see she would stand up and cheer or scream and then she would like kind of turn to see if her black friend was appreciating it. He's just like on his phone playing Candy Crush Saga, regretting the online date that he's currently on. But now it is get out a clock on all of these apps. So I'm I'm feeling guilty. You know, I'm going on to Hulu. And it's like, would you like to watch this documentary about how everything is fucked up and bad and you can't really do anything about it? And uh, it'll make you feel worse. And also it'll make you feel worse if you don't watch it. I'm like, whew. But also, there's a new episode of Rick and Morty. <laughs> there's a new episode. The SpongeBob movie is out. Can I watch that, please? I'll do. I'll do my homework after I watch the SpongeBob movie. Is that okay? Why is SpongeBob? Uh, it's Pride Month. What month is it? Uh, I yes, I did have to click on my computer to see what month it is. It's June. That's Pride Month. Um, 
Everything is gay, which is good. Uh, Nickelodeon tweeted um, a picture of SpongeBob, and I guess he had a rainbow background or whatever. And uh, 500,000 people that are within five years of my age, either direction, got very happy. And they started debating whether or not SpongeBob was gay or asexual. And then that delved into people arguing that being asexual is actually part of the LGBT spectrum. So regardless of where you land on SpongeBob's sexuality, you can take solace in knowing the fact that you're a pedophile. You should be in prison if you've ever given thought to SpongeBob's sexual or... What is wrong with you? Sign up for the military. Sign up for prison. Can you go to prison and say, yeah, just, I don't know, a weekend? Can I get a weekend getaway here at Angola? I've heard you got a rodeo. Harry Potter and SpongeBob have destroyed more young minds than alcohol and drugs and television and rock and roll combined. Because they are the only frames of reference for almost everyone I know. Harry Potter lady. Fucking, why do I know the name of a children's author? Roald Dahl and the fucking Bernstein Bears guy. I think his name was Jim Bernstein Bear. Clifford, I don't know who the fuck wrote Clifford. And then J.K. Rowling wrote Harry Potter. Which is, I'm sorry to tell you, it's a book for children. At best, it's a book for teenagers. You know how I know it's a book for children? Because nobody fucks. Nobody gets their fucking head chopped off. Nobody's getting their dick sucked in the Harry Potter world. That means it's for children. And correct me if I'm wrong. I haven't read all of the books because I... Instead of reading Harry Potter, I had a phone book I needed to read instead. And instead of watching the Harry Potter movie, uh, I decided instead to watch the channel on slow TV that's just an eight-hour train ride because I thought that would be a better use of my time. Anytime I see like political discourse on Twitter, someone boils it down to the bad guy from Harry Potter is whoever they don't like. It's either Trump... Or, it's always Trump, usually. Trump is Voldemort. And then Harry Potter is, I guess, Obama. And then these people, these these people arguing about SpongeBob's penis and where he puts his theoretical sponge penis, they're telling you to vote. Everybody that has... this Also, with the SpongeBob thing, people kept referencing that it had been addressed before and the creator of Spongebob had to say that he was asexual, which is a very kind way of saying, fuck you. I'm sure this guy is sitting at Comic-Con and there's just a line of human beanbag chairs waiting to ask him if Spongebob likes putting his penis in another sponge man's asshole, and he's sitting there just going, 
Okay, they told me it would be $50,000 for three hours. 50000 You can put one of the kids through college. Just sit here and wait. Just sit here and get through it. I can't imagine how exasperated these people must be in having created these entities for children, and then the children have been co-opted. It's, it's like Black Friday every day for these people because there's adults throwing elbows to get to the front of the line to talk about something made for children. And, you know, I like childish stuff, too. You know, I, I play video games. I, I was trying to think of something else. I was going to say I drink beer, but I guess children don't do that unless they're cool. Just, just grow the fuck up, everyone. That's all I have to say. And listen, if you want to settle the argument, SpongeBob is gay. If, he, if there's a sexuality for SpongeBob, he's gay. If you, you can take that to mean sexually gay, or you can take that to mean the forbidden insult gay. But I'm sticking by it either way. You know, it's, it's really stuff like that that makes you yearn for the simpler time of three weeks ago when our only concern in life was not wiping off the Gushers fruit snacks that we got from the grocery store, and they're in turn getting a debilitating respiratory virus that will instantly kill us. I stopped, do I stopped wiping off my groceries, not because I'm less scared, but just because I'm more lazy. Also, if I'm going to get the virus and die from not Cloroxing my Pringles, then I should just die. It's going to be really funny when I do die from coronavirus in a week and one of my two listeners like crops that out and posts it and everyone just starts dunking on my corpse. Everyone just starts roasting the dead podcast idiot. Eh, we'll see. I uh, I got to hang out with some people over the weekend. Uh, I, I don't want to name them because there's someone somewhere with like a list of whoever hung out. And they're going to, you know, come flamethrower you to death. I hung out with my buddy Chris. Uh, we we really put one on. Uh, we were like up all night fucking drinking and, you know, having sex with each other. And uh, he, goes to sleep. <laughs> he goes to sleep. He goes to sleep on my couch. And I make a mental note. I'm like, don't fucking forget that somebody's here. Don't forget that somebody's here and freak out or run out nude screaming. And, of course, I drunkenly pass out, and around 3.30 in the morning, I hear the sound of a man peeing in the bathroom. And my brain, the thing that I told it to please remember, immediately forgotten. So I kick open the bathroom door and grab my friend from behind, who's peeing. So then he just starts pissing all over my wall and shower curtain. And then we both start screaming like women. I'm sorry. We, we both start screaming like the men will when the patriarchy's dismantled. And he's pissing all over my wall. And the, when we're done screaming and shrieking in each other's faces, I go, well, don't worry, pee is sterile. And then we went back to sleep. That reminds me, mental note, clean my bathroom. Maybe that's why the lizard is here. Oh, yeah, that ancient Chinese proverb, all lizards drink piss. I forgot about that. Oh, God, I'm just going to go live in the autonomous zone. Get in the zone. Autonomous zone. What the fuck? 
I don't, I've just stayed away from that story because it seems so stupid. It's like they're doing Lord of the Flies in Seattle. It's um, it's like six or seven blocks. Is it just an abandoned six or seven blocks of now there's like teenage warlords in there? What are they in? Is there some guy that's taken over a footlocker and he's in there with like a grenade launcher? I like how these people want to dismantle and defund the police and their solution is to immediately become the police. Uh, I've said it before and I'll say it again. If you're gonna if you're gonna wipe out the police and you should, um, most of most of my listeners are libertarian, I think, and you want to defund everything, rightfully so. Defund the police, take that money and go buy a rocket launcher. Um, I want to walk up to the autonomous zone. Can you imagine if Tom Green was still around in his original form? And he went to the autonomous zone to try and deliver them a pizza and live there. Like he gives them the pizza, they're distracted by the pizza, and then he sneaks into the autonomous zone. And then they try and throw him out. That'd be a real hoot and a half. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I guess they're going to live there forever. There's going to be some point where Amazon or Target, they're going to come out with a campaign. And they're going to be like, hey guys, we know you've been burning us down and... Corporate America is in a place right now where people are sick of capitalism destroying lives. They are sick of the 1%. So what we're going to do is we're going to make an Amazon autonomous zone in every city. And if you just give us a sample of your hair, you can live there for quote unquote free. And most people will do it. You know, it's going to be like a we work, but everyone has a machete. Maybe that's the plan of the future. I think I might actually just be repeating Andrew Yang's platform to everybody. Speaking of Yang Gang, uh, what the fuck happened to him? He he seems to be making the most sense out of anyone right now. Like, people were, uh, I guess, didn't take him seriously. And at the debates, he sounded like an idiot. But, again, the bottom line is $1,200 a month, I think. It was a thousand. Either way, after all of this time of not working, you know, I'm at three or four months of not working now. I I can't go back. There is no fucking way that come July 1st, the work office calls me up. You know, the cinder block factory calls me and they're like, hey, we've got some cinder blocks that need to be moved. Can you come do it for eight dollars an hour? Also, it starts at 5 a.m. and we treat you poorly. They're like, hmm, or I could just stay at home because I'm getting that free money. That's what's going to happen to me if they elect Andrew Yang, which I think could happen because uh, Joe Biden, well, he's going to get his head stuck in a honeypot and then he's done for. Um, The protesters are going to take care of Kamala Harris because she's a cop. And then no one can pronounce the other two, Pete Buttigieg and Amy Klobuchar. No one's electing them. The only one left is the free money man. I think Andrew Yang's platform fell apart mostly when he didn't wear the Matthew Lesko question mark suit. He should have just done that whole gimmick as the government's going to pay you to stay at home and just shut the fuck up. I would have voted for that. I was Matthew Lesko once for Halloween. 
Um, our younger listeners, uh, Matthew Lesko was an infomercial man, but he wasn't a charlatan like uh, Ron Popeil. He was a man of the people, and he wore like a bright purple or green uh, like three-piece suit, and it had question marks all over it. And then he had a book, and it was basically ways to get the government to give you free money. Um, I think chapters 1 through 45 were slipping and falling in a Starbucks and then suing them. Uh, but he makes the most sense of anybody right now. I, I'm not that smart. I don't even know. Can a Republican run against Trump? Because I think that might be the only way to get Trump out of office next term is if we get a less horrific parody of a TV show warlord in there. But if we do that, I bet we'd fuck. We're going to get The Rock in there. It's going to be The Rock with Vice President Toby Keith. And every day is going to become National Bring Your Gun to Work Day. Guns are going to have birthdays. Guns are going to have civil rights. And we're all going to be locked in our Google Facebook pods until the correct hour, in which case Jeff Bezos will open the latch. And then we get to go run on a treadmill generating electricity for the machine stealing our data. I drove by the grocery store, uh, Dornyaks. Dornyaks? Dorignaks. Uh, this is just going to be one long edit. I drove by the grocery store, and they had a sign up that said, 6 a.m. to 7 a.m., the stay safe hour. It's like, that should be the entire day. Can you extend the safety protocol to... I don't know, at least 5 p.m. I haven't been too worried about it because I've been going to Trader Joe's. I've been going to the most liberal places I could think of because I'm just like, they'll they'll be clean there. They're all terrified. Everybody there is going to be wearing a mask. And I've been, I've been mostly going to Trader Joe's, which I'll tell you what, the mask does not stop the small talk. Where do they find these goons? And I always... I always observe the checkouts before I go through them. I'm like, oh, fuck, that guy's asking everybody what what their tattoo means. So I have to find, like, the quietest one and go there. I would, there should be a safety hour at Trader Joe's where it's just silence. They're like, from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m., our cashiers will not ask you if you've seen any good shows recently. I would... I would be lined up every morning for that. All right. I think I am out of shit. Thanks so much. Like, review, subscribe. I'm gay. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye.